Hello and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. This will be our the third part of our discussion about Oathbringer, the third book in the Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson. We are your hosts, Johnny and John. Uh, and today, so we'll uh, be wrapping up with some character stuff and some more of the odds and ends type of stuff from the book. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's stuff like that left over. In, in this, yes. in, in these books, it's a lot of extra. There, there. I mean, there yeah, extra. I don't. Yeah, there, there is a lot of extra. This is the fun extra though, because the first episode we talked more about the some of the extra that's like potentially unnecessary, uh, unnecessary extra. Whereas this is like the cool extra stuff, right? Uh, it's the kind of extra that points to a. Um, uh, a richer um, backdrop, yes, as opposed to stuff that really doesn't need to be there, right? Uh, I think we should start with Zeth and the Skybreakers. Is that your new band? That is my new band. Zeth, Zeth, Zeth although it would really, it would, it would have to be Nail and the Skybreakers because there aren't. I I I, uh, I don't think there'll be at least for now many more skybreakers on Team Dalinar or Team Main Protagonist Good Guy. <laughs> well, I guess it just depends on who quits the band. Who quits the band? You know, creative differences. Cre- cre- creative difference. Yeah, the- there are creative differences. Although I don't think that their high spread would be super okay with them uh, for- forsaking forsaking their oath. <laughs> Um, or being creative in general, really. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although Zeth was creative in this one. He was, uh, and it was a big advantage for him. Yes. Um, so, it's funny. So, this was initially going to be Zeth's book. Initially, book three was Zeth, and book five was going to be Dalinar. And he flipped them. And this is where you can see... Where there was a possibility of it being Zeth's book because we don't get we don't really get any of him until part four, but you can tell that uh, Sanderson has like a lot to say about Zeth in this part of the story, and you could have shifted. You can shift some stuff in the ending around so that, like, it's Zeth is more... Well, I don't know, because I, I don't know, like, what the initial climax of book, th- like, three was going to be, but... There was there was a spot for him to Yes, fall. yeah. Um, and and it, I'm not... Knowing that Dalinar is... I will call him the... Because there is no one main character to this. There's technically technically ten, but like the ten main. But uh, Dalinar is, has the at least in these first five the highest view, so to speak, of what like the bigger picture. So it makes sense the book five could have been his book, mm-hmm. assuming he's like still. Which I think well, assuming he's still alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now it's switched. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So we're ending with. Zeth. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I also, which also fits. Uh, is is that given? I mean, you have if Zeth was the point of view for the prologue in book one. Yes. And now it'll it'll be Gavilar in book five. Yes. But yeah, that's. I feel like that'll work, play well off of a Zeth point of view book. Yes, uh, and I think it's e- even more so because I think what Zeth is going to be, what I'm doing, and what I assume is book five and not book four. Uh, so, real quick, the Skybreaker ideals are the first is the because this is relevant to like why book five is going to fit. For Zeth, I, the ideal of justice is that well, after the first ideal of all of them, ideal of justice, I will put the law above all else. This, their third, the third ideal would be ideal of dedication. You dedicate yourself to a code or a person. Mm-hmm. In the case of Zeth and many of the Skybreakers who chose to follow Nail, 
Uh, the fourth is the ideal of crusade. So skybreakers undertake a personal quest and complete it to the satisfaction of their high sprung. Uh, and then the law, the fifth one is the ideal of law, where they they swear to become the personification of the law. Uh, so the ideal of crusade is that's fourth ideal. Uh, I think he already swore to like that he's going to cleanse the shin of their quote false leader. I thought that was rejected. I by whom? By who? I nail. I don't know. As I, far as something that's like that that is an that's an unworthy maybe it was just a critique. It, it's an unworthy quest. Um it is that it's one of vengeance and not of justice. That is not up to nail, that's up to his highest friend. I I think the it being the reason I would say it's for justice is because Zeth was lied to by his by his culture. Uh, by presumably saying that the Voidbringers are back or the Radiants are back, and that's how, he, and they basically said he's wrong, and he became a truthless because of that. Right. And once Kaladin proved him, well, not just Kaladin, but Kal- Kaladin in Book Two is the moment where he's like, "They lied to me." Mm-hmm. That's that's why I think it's like a high spring could view that as a crusade of justice. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I don't think we're getting that. I think I'm assuming, and I think it's a pretty safe assumption that that is going to be book five at this point. Yes. <laughs> Whereas book four seems like it's going to be a little bit more of a well of ascension type deal. In terms of. In terms of. A uh, 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 well of ascension, path of daggers type. Okay. Complication. Oh, of, I see. Yeah. Of power and the difficulty of of yep. of, of war and governance. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and also team. And maybe this is the end of book five, but. Team bad guy needs a big victory at some point. I, I I think that there's going to be either either a big victory for team bad guy or team good guy is going to have a huge, a huge sacrifice. That I think is more likely to be book five. But but I don't think that um, team bad guy is really even on its heels. I think no that, no they're I, not. I think that the, that this was. A, a potential for an easy win. They didn't get it, but they're still well well on course. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that pretty completely. Um, but yeah, I, I think that would be an, an interesting... I think that would make sense because there it, it is confirmed there's going to be a time skip between three and four of like at least six months or so to a mm-hmm. year. So I think we'll see more of those, like you were saying, those complications of how do you deal with power now that you're going to have to, you're going to have to do stuff. Now you're in charge and you're going to have to do stuff with that power. Who's, who's the POV? Uh, so it's, uh, it's Venli slash, well, Venli is the point of, I'm going to be the point of view character. I'm betting that the flashbacks are going to be a mixture of Eshenai and Venli. Hmm. Okay. Kind of playing on the new revelation of of them being the natives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah, and I'm I'm sure we'll get more uh more general voidy stuff <laughs> voidy stuff yes because like we'll get we don't know anything about Baadamishram m- much of anything about Baadamishram who was the um the unmade that basically gives the Parshundi their like forms basically okay or uh, yeah I like 90% sure on that but yeah. everything that isn't odium has been an unmade like every right. mysterious thing <laughs> 
Yeah. Pretty much, although we'll get to some of the stuff that isn't. Yes, yes, I think we're thinking of the same thing. Um, Yeah, but I was just, I was super excited to read all the Skybreaker stuff in this, just because that's awesome, or at least very interesting, and um, this was just some really fun world building. You mean with the classes? Yeah, 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 yeah. With like all the Skybreaker classes, and I, I loved all of that. But it was funny that like basically the Skybreaker Quidditch match is what it I. Wa- <laughs> it was. It was. That was a total martial arts thing to have, yeah. like, a, to lose if you have color. Except I did it with markers instead of like little glitter bombs. Or whatever right? The heck they, yeah, they were throwing. Yeah, whatever they were throwing. <laughs> yeah, um, do you have anything else on on the on the Skybreakers? I mean, it was it was his uh, strong suit, <laughs> the in in the air, oh, creative yeah. fighting type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, His decision to follow, it's, I found it odd because I did expect Zeth's decision to follow Dalinar, Mm -hmm. and maybe this is my fault for not reading it right at first, but I thought that that would, he was basically sacrificing his relationship with Nail and even as a Skybreaker. Hmm. That's what I initially thought because it's like, oh, the Dalinar is like not of that order at all. And he's, right. he's going, it's like he's going to that side. But I guess it doesn't matter what the template is. No, I, 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 I mean, they're by. Definition there antagonists now Zeth and Nail in the plot, or at least there are in a way, but it's by no means personal, and and and, and Nail's like if they were to meet on a battlefield, they would fight, but like Nail would only they would only really fight because they would both probably recognize each other as like oh this is a very dangerous person that the other side has on their side. And it doesn't it didn't seem like Nail was quick to stop mentoring Zed. No, like they, they they fell back into those roles after when he when all was said and done. No, cuz yeah, cuz Nail even goes and says I like I'll be back to teach you division, the other skybreaker sir. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> same old same old and it's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Which is it is interesting. I kind of I like that cuz it's just a very different type of relationship which is very matter of fact and it's it's an interesting window into the skybreakers because nail is the most skybreaker of the <laughs> skybreakers yes <clears throat> or at least the ones we've met mm-hmm. um, most broken sky of scar skybreakers yes he yeah Zeth's pretty broken, but I think all of the heralds are like are like next level broken. Pretty much, <laughs> like it's. Uh, but I mean, yeah, well, and, and Talon is like his own tier of just shatteredness. Yeah, he, <laughs> just uh, like, yeah, wow. Because <laughs> like that'll you know thousands of years of torture by yourself will do that. <laughs> it was just a pile of goo right. in, in the skull at this point. Um, so, we should talk about a little more about Bridge 4. Bridge 4's uh, role in this book as acolytes, squires, what have you. Uh, and, and a point of view character, which is interesting. Yes. Like a, a collective point of view character, which is interesting. Like, that, 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 that like, Bridge 4 was the, like, it's not like raw. I mean, it's a back, like, it, it's, like, Bridge 4 is <laughs> there a is, character. That's true, that's right. There yeah. is, oh yeah, there is some rock, there's absolutely Taft, 
Um, um, some will open in the end a little bit. Um, Tuft is like the main one that we see mm-hmm. a lot of, but... Some Moash. Yes, some Moash. But, because Moash is still bridge four. He's, <laughs> he, 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 he thinks seems he is. Think so. <laughs> he thinks he is. And we'll get to like the rest of him. Happily trolling. <laughs> Although I think he's just so... Just so done with everything that he doesn't even view it as trolling. <laughs> like I just think. Oh this... no no no! I'm trolling. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Just want to be clear. Yes, yeah. Um, that we are. Well, at least I am not in the Moash did nothing wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and thus, I must be devil's advocate by default. <laughs> <laughs> that won't go well because I actually yeah I don't like him he's a fascinating character but anyways okay so yeah and Lopin because interesting Lopin's like arm regrows at the end of this like because he's and he gets a sprint sprint Okay, I thought you said that Lopin's armory grows oh. at the end of this, and I'm like, that's that's actually that's it's true. All, yeah, it is and, true, and and it's a really bad pun. <laughs> it is true. It was not intended as a pun, but that is also true. So he did not consider his stump to be part of his identity. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yeah, yeah. That, that's basically. That's the best example of of that concept is Lopin stump versus Kaladin scars. Yes, uh, is the best example of identity in Stormlight healing or not healing stuff. Yeah, and then what about technically couldn't um, Stormlight heal Teft? So, except he does think of himself as right. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Like that's like it's similar to how it doesn't. Yeah, like I think it's tied to that. And I, we're getting into an addiction discussion that I'm not qualified to really talk about as to what is what isn't is. What is addiction classified as medically and not and what not? But as far as, but magically, I think yes that it is partially he does view himself that way. Wound is yeah. It's like it's wounds and disease. But if it right. could, if it could handle mental disease, then we wouldn't really have a story, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's why I mean, because that's what I was gonna say. More physical disease, but addiction is like nerve. Like if there's now again, now we're getting into like well, in like depression in some ways is a De- phys- yeah De- yeah De- depression right. I, th- like, I think it's i think it's equal they're both they're both they like, both have a chemical element yeah. they're both genetic yeah so i yeah i i i don't have much more on that other than it's kind of how they see themselves and also we wouldn't have a story if, <laughs> yeah. if, it, if it worked that way Knights Radiant are all perfect people because they have Stormlight. I really want to read that. One of my favorite pitches that I saw about the book series is it's literally someone just said, broken people try to save the world. (laughs) And I'm like, yep. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, that's good. Uh, The Rocks are interesting. It's it's funny, like, that it spells out his full name. Every time <laughs> it references him and his point of views. No, Doesn't no, it? no. He 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 says that the, it's the first couple of times, oh, okay. but then he's Never he mind. says, "Oh, people call me 
the people would call me this for, and then he doesn't, it doesn't go to rock, but it does uh, go to a, a shortened version of his real name. Okay, okay, alright, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I guess that's just the first, first few times that we get the full thing. I wouldn't be surprised if Brandon did that initially, and then people were like, no. I mean, there's literally a, one of the uh, epic graphs in, um, I think it's Words of Radiance, it's the one that's just the numbers, (laughs) so he would, like, because it's part of the diagram, so mm-hmm. like so he would do something like that like something like absurd like he's absurd like that <laughs> yes uh, that was a really um his moment killing amaram mm-hmm. is a great example of something where sanderson sets up so much mm-hmm. in the way of uh, character um, and arcs mm-hmm. that y- you can have a something where it's just a complete treatment of 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 like a an, an antagonistic relationship like of Kaladin and Amram, and it's like okay, that there's. There's nothing else that needs to be done here. This is enough. This is a right. classic antagonistic situation. And he brings in a character point as a point to resolve this hmm. that you've forgotten about. Yeah, because it doesn't come up much. <laughs> right. And it's the type of thing where it's not... It's. It's not a, a a resolution or end of an arc. It's it's at, it's at least the middle of it, right? Because we're going to get the fallout of this, l- l- largely just him internally <laughs> dealing with. I did violence stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and how do you think it'll affect his stew? Uh, it won't because he because he would he would it'll probably make it better because he'll probably be almost using that as like penance of like I I must like take extra care for the stew. <laughs> but, but no, it, but love is in the stew though. Yes. So it'll be like Spider Man where his powers of love <laughs> have been compromised, and so people will like be like Rock, why is your do bad, and he says, "I know why it's bad." I, I, I hurt someone. <laughs> I, I, even if that thing was the person, like a personification of evil, I, I did violence. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is an excellent. Very, and as we talked about, I like that it's a twist of Kaladin not saving the day and also getting saved. <laughs> yes. He gets he gets saved quite a bit. Yeah, good, good subversion. Yes, would have been tiresome. <laughs> but we've already yeah, said yeah, that. We've, yeah, we, yeah, and I, and I agree with that. Um, so let's talk about the interludes. Okay. Well, how do we start with the interludes? Uh, where where do we begin? So I forget a lot of the specific ones. We'll do the letters first. So there, there's three of them, and they are all written by. They're all. I'll just say that. It's. It sounds like you're talking about the epitaphs. Or uh, the the. They're all written. If, if you're talking about letters that are written, you're talking about the epitaphs versus the interludes. Oh, oh, okay, sorry, I was, yes, correct, yeah, I was mixing stuff up. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we can talk about the epitaphs. Sorry, yeah, epitaphs, that, that, I, I was thinking of the epitaphs and I said it in other words, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, there are three letters in the book. One of them is written by, they're all written by shards capital like not shard blades but like big picture shards that are not like really technically in the stormlight archive narrative yeah 
because Hoyt is basically appealing to them for help against Odium. And they all basically say no. <laughs> for different reasons. Very entish of them, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, how much detail do we want to go? I, I, I don't have a lot to say. I think they're really fun. Uh, they're, 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 they're pretty Easter eggy. Yeah. Those, those letters. But yeah, I, I I don't really know the behind the scenes stuff as much as you do. We'll, so I'm just like I just kind of gloss over them, which is fair. The bottom, we'll, we'll so we'll do more of a eventually more of a Cosmere larger Cosmere episode of sorts. Mm-hmm. We can go into more detail with that. But the bottom line is that they. Hoyd's trying to get help to fight Odium, and he's not really getting it from them. At least right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's the the the, di- the diagram. I believe is 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 are the epitaphs for a, for a period. I I unless yes. that was Words of Radiance. I um, I know it's in Words of Radiance. Let me just double check if it's an Oathbringer. I know the drawers are oh epigraphs. We've been saying epigraphs. Uh, <laughs> these are not on tombstones. Uh, they are not. So it's well, it's oh, well. There's Oathbringer. Yes, correct. Um, the yeah. So there's Oathbringer. The letters. Uh, the Irithyru Gem Archive, which is the all the drawers of stuff from the past Night Radiant. Hestia's mm-hmm. uh, Mythica, uh, which is. Uh, it just talks about different things about the unmade, and then uh, it's a way of kings, like the in-world way of kings postscript from some other internal author. Uh, I think the the drawer the drawers I think are the most interesting. They they do provide a glimpse. Yeah. And there, yeah, there's a lot, there's the most because you look back at the Oathbringer epigraphs and you're like, um, oh, yeah, I see what he's right. I see what he's talking about now. Um, but with the drawers, it's there's still a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, and a lot like even almost just as Easter eggy as the. Letters. Uh, the, the I think this is more, but the drawers are more in in series. Oh yes, They're, yeah, it'd be almost entirely in series. Uh, I think just generally. They're just general glimpses at the past of the Knights of Radiant, in per- in particular. Uh, uh, Pointing to some stuff about why the knights dissolved before, uh, or at least right. pointing to some of the internal strife within the knights as a whole, which has everything to do with <laughs> colonialism. Yes, yes, uh, and uh, and then uh, how that could inform. Uh, disagreements in the current time period, which I'm super... We've already gotten a little bit of it, uh, but the orders aren't large enough for there to be these big... uh, these big disagreements yet. Right now, it's just... Right. It's just like, oh, well, I... Kaladin and Zeth fought, but Zeth wasn't a skybreaker at the time, and... Like, like it's... Oh, he'll argue... He'll... Him and Shalon will go back and forth but that could be just their characters just as much as Windrunner compared to Lightweaver. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops when, <laughs> as the orders grow. Looks like everyone's letting bygones be bygones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then... Yeah, we've already talked about the Unmade, so I don't... Yeah, I feel like going through yeah. more of that. The most common interlude is definitely Venley. Yes, 
and I would suppose we get a lot of different hints of the nature of the uh, the the revenge that is being talked about around her. There are probably some hints as to the true uh, nature of these gods. Yes, which I yeah, like the g- gods, and I I I I tend to think of like whenever they reference the Pashendi gods as com- some combination of Odium, the Unmade, and the Fused. Right, um, but that and that, but that all came from. It was we as we still don't know the specifics behind the kind of the realignment right because yeah because um the humans brought the void um honor and cultivation were native to roshar yes which means that the parshendi honor and cultivation all existed together but honor aligned himself with men yes correct so i yeah and that is a we don't know much about the when that when how that switch happened how the humans destroyed Ashen which is the the, well the place they're from Mm -hmm. like I like I the only thing I could think of is what are they using division which is probably explosion-y of some way shape or form or soul casting fire around I, I other than that I can't or it's metaphorical destruction yeah it's yeah I mean it's it, it, it well it's certainly certainly metaphorical um but yeah there also did have to be a reason like a physical reason for them to become refugees to effectively become refugees uh, and then proceed to conquer the world <laughs> as what he says the point is mm-hmm. as humans do yes <laughs> yeah because they, they it, their their need was they they weren't just like oh we we did everything we could with this world let's go and you know let's go and settle and exploit a new one it was more that they just kind of fell into those ways once they were safe Right, yeah, because yeah, because they're like given Shinovar basically is theirs, and then mm-hmm. they're like, oh well, we we want more. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then like I think it's more like you were saying a natural progression of that, uh, as they like were no longer immediately felt threatened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that. Yeah, and then like, we get slowly see that she's not as confident in <laughs> uh, the her, her her decision or some of the stuff that she had done mm-hmm. previously. She wants she wants power. She wants power, all the power. <laughs> well, where <laughs> where she certainly at least did. She did. Yeah, uh, I mean, she still obviously. Yeah, she yeah she certainly at least did. Uh, and she got and she got it and mm-hmm. helped bring about mm-hmm. what is the apocalypse for. <laughs> and we see she has got the power, um, the literally the power that she was after, but it didn't lead to the power she wanted, and I think it rarely does. Yep. <laughs> we go to back to the uh, the, the king killer discussion of power, hmm. which yep. we won't get into. But yeah, that's what it makes me think of that. Yeah, that is that is like yeah, an interesting. Uh, oh, look at that. Uh, so one of the other interesting, we get a risen a little bit of risen. Uh, I mean, she gets like a big one. At the end, because she finds the <laughs> yeah, the she finds the gem. The, the gem, right? That was a good scene. Yes, that was a good scene. Yeah, uh, and then which one is? Uh, the person I'm trying to find it. The person who is using the soul. This and this is this is the most. Uh, 
I think it's a Kaza. Yeah, so this is the um, uh, most Easter eggy, I think, is of the interludes. Uh, so she is, Kaza is a person that's going towards Amia on a ship with other people. Uh, and so she's using this. Uh, so they're pe- or they're approaching uh, Amia, which is uh, we don't know a lot about, and I don't think we will for a while. But she basically just starts to disappear as she's using as she's using the Soulcaster, uh, and also everyone else on the ship dies. <laughs> that goes to Amia because Amia has some sort of mysterious like poison death thing around it this was early on this is like middle of the book it says uh it's interlude this is almost exactly like halfway through oh okay it's right it's right before part it's the it's in between it's one of the ones between two and three i see it actually would be right i think right after we meet odium for the first time ah uh, yeah um but yeah, that's uh, it, it, it's nothing major. Like for now, it's more just a oh, that's weird, and like Amy is super mysterious, and probably going to be really important later on. But yeah, it's one. It was one of those ones where I was like, okay, I think I'm following. And then, I was, and then I'm followed by the end of it, and then I find that a little later I haven't retained a lot of it because it's just it's like smoke, because it's 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 not uh, connected. Right? Yeah. No. Right. It, it is it is disconnected from like every literally everything else that happens in the book. <laughs> yeah. So that's like that's like fair. Yeah. Like I think I think that's a it's more just and it's also something one of the ones the fandom likes to dissect Uh, just because of the like some of the potential future implications Uh, that's all I have major interlude wise yeah yeah Um, me too so we should talk about Turvangian yes that um is like the the only weird thing that's not unmade. <laughs> oh, oh well, I have another, I have another one after that. But go ahead. That is okay. We weren't talking both talking about that, but yeah. Yes. Um, his the intelligent Taravangian is such a wild card. Mm-hmm. Are we? It's it's kind of the the. End all be all the trump card um, of of everything. I think because it's such a it's such it's such an unknown quantity. Yes, even to the lesser forms of Teravangian, even mm. even the really smart lesser forms of Teravangian. There's so much mystery there that it's almost as though I don't remember if I uh, said this, but it's almost as though the 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 diagram Teravangian isn't really condoning per se the things that the other Teravangians do. Hmm. It's just that it is part of the grand scheme. Yeah, of an overall moral arc. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I could, I, I, I could, I would not disagree with that. So he's like a so so he's really a, a an agent good guy yeah that right yeah like that the, you mean uh diagram turv or diagram di- yes yes yeah i yeah i i i think that's ultimately gonna be the case uh it was interest the interesting wrench or for now wrench in that and this one is he ends the book striking a deal with odium uh which i thought was interesting part of me is part of me and i'm, I'm guessing that this is Part of me wanted something like this to like. I wanted to see more more diagram stuff play out before we had this encounter. But 
Uh, I, this it's play it played in this encounter it played out in a way that it hadn't before. That's yes, that's true. Yeah, um, it, yeah. It. Uh, I also would almost bet that this is somewhere in the diagram. That like that almost or, or it is or, or, or sorry, I, not almost. It is. Yeah. yeah, because it's it's that was that was a trigger planted for that moment. Right. Yeah. That was given to dumb Teravangian, like yes. like very pretty pretty dumb Teravangian. Not yeah, even pretty, relatively. Rel- yeah, relatively. Yeah, and it's uh, it is kind of the thing that's funny though is that because Odium comes in and he's like, "Oh well, you have this diagram." LOL, that's cute, and he shows him like he gets he basically just shows him his like shard view of everything mm-hmm. and like Turvagin is like oh my mind just broke for like the second time <laughs> exactly <laughs> the second time yeah. so who's to say that there wasn't something of a similar magnitude that mm. happened to him where odium is is getting a little too cocky and doesn't realize the kind of because he's He's cautious enough to not go to a relatively smart Teravangian. Right. So, is he underestimating the diagram as much as he pretends to be? So wait, is, he un- is, is Odium underestimate? Oh, uh, is he underestimating what you're saying? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, is it, I, I thought this was especially given what you're saying now, that Odium is definitely underestimating the diagram. So he is he is genuinely mocking it because I think that him being cautious about getting even to a, a, a meeting with the Teravangian who's even approaching that diagram Teravangian is a sign that he does regard it with more respect than he lets on. You're, you're, you're sorry. So you're saying that he actually does. Because he meets with dumb Teravangian. I right. I suspect that he does respect, respect. and even fear the diagram. Yes. Though. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, that makes sense in my head now. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's all cool. Yeah. It's super excited to see where that goes. Uh, I'm gonna talk about the other weird thing that we didn't touch on. Well, I I mean I think ultimately this is tied to Odium. Ultimately, this is tied to Odium. Like ninety percent sure, but Moash uh, killing Yezrian, right? And and the weird part of how he does it, so he stabs him in with the dagger that has like the black stone. Uh, what is this death? What is this death? The I, it's like it's like it was like super death. Oh, yo, yo, right, well, right, yeah, yeah, because like they normally like death to them is like. One of infinite lives. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I think Yezrian's gone, gone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. No, yeah, Odium seemed to totally seem to set that into motion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. Yeah. Uh, and this is. That's Moash's. I mean, he, he kills Elokar, and that's a really bad thing. But this. Or, or that and the why and the how. This is his true, like. Now he's and good timing because now he's really set up as the anti Kaladin. Why? Do, uh, what do you mean? Because they have I, I touched on this before, but they have had very similar experiences with the power structure of Dark Eyes and Light Eyes. They've okay. been wronged similarly by like this power structure by Dark by harmed by the Light Eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just the system in varying ways, and have dealt with sim- presumably similar emotions in some way, shape, or form. Although we have, we obviously don't get many Moash points of view about some of that, but mm-hmm. uh, they respond in the opposite ways. Whereas Moash uh, gives Odium his pain, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and is like, "Well, it's not my fault. All of it. Like I was." always wronged and so now I'm just gonna get back at everyone that like I'm, I'm getting back at the system but this is but like Yezrian's one step further because this now he's basically a complete nihilist mm-hmm. about 
everything because now now it's with Elokard's like all right yeah you're you're getting revenge and there are arguments under certain circumstances for it being justified or not mm-hmm. from certain um, moral philosophies right yes uh, now you're just killing a effectively like a god jesus figure because the devil told you to Mm -hmm. and because you've basically given up Mm -hmm. given up all agency yeah yeah and 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 all agency and refusing to recognize that as well like not (laughs) like it's not it's not it's not my fault like he i I don't have a choice in this you're Mm -hmm. saying whereas kaladin was faced when faced with similar decisions Oh, like struggles with them, and thus far has obviously certainly not made proactive bad choices. Right. And when when he does, he has suffered. <laughs> right. Uh, not that Moash isn't suffering, but <laughs> but he kind of isn't. Well, he he. I mean, well, or at least he, he, externally, he's not suffering yet. <laughs> Internally, I'm sure it's a whole. <laughs> well, but his pain's gone. Or, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because yeah, because he doesn't really uh, view it as such. Um, uh, yeah, and then the weird thing is just the dagger. It's some some sort of void thing. Uh, is it? So yeah, some sort of void thing. Uh, is it that lets that be, that lets him either capture or eliminate? The souls of the heralds, in some way, shape, or form. I saw it in the Ars um, Arcanum. The dagger. Yeah, it is. Oh, here it is. The Deus Ex Machina. (laughs) It it is. It is literally from a god too. Uh, <laughs> but um uh it, it is but it definitely will have a mechanical yes it, it will not be retroactively yeah. so right yeah correct yeah 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 but yeah i think that's that's it uh, that's all uh, i have what do you uh la- uh hoid is the last thing hoid yeah, yeah. uh how's how's our boy hoid doing he is now well he's now a light weaver or at least he has bonded a lightweaver's friend. It's so weird that he would choose mm-hmm. an order. Yes. I I more think it's weird just that he would invest himself that he would throw in that he would take a stake and put like a stake like literally in the fight, period. Because mm-hmm. his whole thing is he just kind of he has his agenda of some sort but it's very much in the background and he doesn't really like commit it's it's it seems like i'm gonna be careful about this someone trying to be able to channel and use the one power when they can already light pipes okay Yes. That's what it reminds me of. There, I mean, that, that's what he seems. He seems to have. Hoyd seems to have that. Hoyd. I, I, I'm gonna tiptoe. I'm gonna tiptoe around some of that. Uh, not for for obvious reasons. Um, Hoyd had. It is interesting. Hoyd has access. Has shown that he has access to other. Even if there's more Easter eggs, he has access to other magic systems in the Cosmere, and we see him doing that. So, so he does. He's not really using soft magic. He's he, no. He, he he's there. I think you can trace pretty much everything he does for the most part to some magic in the Cosmere. There's some stuff that's weird, but. <laughs> And is soft magic, but and it's like it, it seems weird and it doesn't fit with anything. And I just haven't shown it to you yet, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so... Yeah, but the, the, just the idea of him bonding a Spren is fascinating. Uh, I mean, we know he really doesn't like Odium. Odium obviously, obviously really doesn't like him because he says, if he knows I'm here, he would basically nuke the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I'm just super well, and if he would be in an order, it would be the it would be the Light Weavers. Cause yeah, because he because he's Wit and Hoyd and yeah, yeah, and it's the the least rest, or, well, or yeah, it's the, the the ideals are flexible. I mean, the interesting thing is going to be if he tries to yeah, it's yeah, just interesting that he like I said that he is committing to the fight. Because uh, that really means he cares. Like, he, that means this is big. Like, he really has... He, he feels like either he has something to offer or that, like, he feels like he has to at least try to be in this fight in some way, shape, or form. He seems to feel invested. He does feel invested. And he is very invested. <laughs> you can... All, all of the meanings of that. Yes. All of them. All right. Well, for now, you're done. People are done listening to me rant about Stormlight for now. That's right. <laughs> we are coming to a bit of a close here at the Acolytes of Merlin with a uh, certain um, high fantasy arc that's yes. been going on for some time now. We are now finished with uh, Jordan's uh, so definitely finished with Jordan because there ain't anything else right. and we're finished with Sanderson for the time being right and then Rothfuss Ro- well we've been finished with Rothfuss obviously but uh, yeah yeah that, that was start, starting things off but the eye of the world was like oh now uh, now it begins yes that, yeah that was the real like alright well we got 14 books let's uh, and plus new spring if, or when we have ever do it but that's true but yes this is the the original mission or vision the original vision mm-hmm. has uh is at a an ending ah i said the uh, or, or 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 a conclusion of sorts so and we'll be back with uh more and different things yes yeah i think yeah we'll f- figure out what we're gonna <laughs> do next but um for now this has been again our final Oathbringer uh, episode with your host Johnny and John and thanks for listening mm-hmm.